2: Hey, DJs, it is Tuesday, November 28th. We're going to recap Monday Night Football and ask what's next for the Vikings. We'll discuss Frank Reich losing his job, and then we bet NBA and NHL. I'm Mad Max, joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, what a Monday Night Football game we had last night. Just, Just extraordinary.
0: It's the things Thursday nights are just dying to have. I mean, an absolute turnover fest. Justin Fields was relatively efficient throwing the ball. He just fumbled the ball. And Dobbs did his best uh, primetime Kirk impersonation with four picks. Uh, four field goals was enough to win it. I don't know what to think of either one of these teams, Max. I know we're going to talk about it a little bit. Where do the Vikings go? Like, this is their team, right? This is what There's nothing to change. There's nothing to do. They just got to win the close games that they've been winning in the past. This is the sixth one they've lost this year that's been a one-score game. They've got to win these games if they're going to
2: make the playoffs. I don't know. They do have somewhere to go if they choose to. Remember, they, they, they pulled in Dobbs after Kirk Cousins went down. But their original idea was to go with Jaron Hall the rookie Jaron Hall. And the reason that they wanted to go with rookie Jaron Hall is because their number two quarterback was injured at the time. Well, Jaron Hall got injured and then Dobbs came in and Dobbs looked pretty good for a stretch. But much like the end of his Arizona tenure, he's kind of fallen apart over the last few weeks. So now they've got two choices. They could go with Jaron Hall or the guy that they meant to go with before he got injured. And that's Nick Mullins, who has had some successful football in the past. You got to remember, Nick Mullins played for the uh, San Francisco 49ers, was a great backup quarterback. So they they do have options. They could, they could go Nick Mullins or they could go Jaron Hall if they choose to. So I don't know. Uh, for me, we were talking about the playoff picture yesterday, and Minnesota had a chance to make it less muddy. Now it's all mud. Like, especially with the Bears winning, it is even muddier. You're talking about four and eight teams. Like, you're talking, the Giants will be talking about playoffs. You you know, Brian Dabble's going to be telling them, like, oh, yeah, playoff run now. The, the fucking Giants are going to be ta- the goddamn Bears are going to be talking playoffs right now, Panther. I mean,
0: they, the Cardinals are going to win five in a row. They beat <laughs> seven, seven wins, is going to get you in the NFC.
2: <laughs> Quite possibly. I mean, Minnesota, this was their chance. And on Monday Night Football in front of their home crowd, you're right. Dobbs looked like fucking primetime Kirk out there.
0: It it was just another poor performance on a big stage by a Vikings team. I mean, Dobbs gets to wear the, the crown because he's the quarterback and he's the one that threw the four picks. But Madison wasn't that efficient on the ground. The offense really could not get anything going. The defense did recover two fumbles from fields, but I mean, the Bears, it's the fucking Bears. You can't get more than 10 points. You keep the Bears out of the end zone for an entire game four field goals and you can't win that game. I mean, it falls on the. I say it all the time. Turnovers and penalties, turnovers and penalties. Protect the ball. Don't make mistakes. You need a Russell Wilson, a game manager. You need a guy to not make mistakes, and that's what Dobbs had done so efficiently. Maybe it's an overreaction to bench him or or do something here because he hasn't been this bad, um, you know, with the Vikings. But man, you can't, you just can't go out there and keep doing these things and think you're going to be a playoff team. Like we talked yesterday, the Vikings have of all the teams probably the most favorable schedule to get into the playoffs and they're losing these games. Like it's, it's not okay. Minnesota. It's not okay.
2: I mean, here you go. Uh, let's talk about the Josh Dobbs era in Minnesota. Of course he replaces, uh, the injured quarterback, uh, Jared hall in the Atlanta game, which was a comeback win. They beat Atlanta 31, 28, He was 20 for 30, 158 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Good. That's a good performance, especially coming in cold, coming in as a backup quarterback. He put on a really good performance. Followed that up by beating the New Orleans Saints 27-19. He was 23 of 34, 268 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. So promising. Then in a 21-20 loss to Denver uh, he was 20 of 32, one touchdown, one interception, not a terrible game, but, you know, kind of regressing a bit. And then against the bears last night, 22 of 32, 185 yards, one touchdown, four interceptions. Like it's, it, I mean, we can look at, we can look at the same, uh, we, we, yeah, we can look at the, all of his games against, uh, uh for Arizona too. Remember that he started off very promising for Arizona, and then, kind of like over the last, you know, four four or so games of his starts at Arizona was really looking bad. They they did uh, decide to bench him, uh, and we were figuring, ah, oh, well, it's Arizona trying to tank. But his he, he man, I I don't know if he's the consistent guy uh, that they want to. So overreaction, I I don't know, man. Like you, it's gonna be a reaction, that's for sure. Now, if his name was fucking. Uh, uh Mac Jones, he'd have a thousand lives. If his name was fucking Zach Wilson, he'd have a thousand lives. I just I just don't know if Minnesota can afford to have a guy have a thousand lives here. So I do think that Joshua Dobbs might have started his last game for the Vikings this season until both their quarterbacks get injured next week. Okay. Moving on. Let's talk about Frank Reich. And now I was trying to make some kind of some kind of joke uh that that uses his last name, but uh it just wasn't going well you know because anytime you're trying to make a third reich joke it just it 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 doesn't land so um it's the frank reich era is over there in carolina we hardly knew you 11 fucking games sex panther 11 fucking games this guy got what the hell and, and i'm glad homer's listening i hope he can chime in i hope he can at least text in what the hell is going on in carolina
0: um, I think it starts with ownership and management because this is the second time in two years they've shit canned a coach in the middle of the season. I mean, here's a guy Frank Wright who's pretty well known as a quarterback whisperer, and he's done well with many quarterbacks. And you give him 11 games to work with Young. I mean, the the, the kids got talent. He's short. He's undersized, but. He's made promising strides. I, I just don't get how Frank Reich is the scapegoat for a team that's taking strides. They've made steps in the right direction. They're still losing games. But it's not like they're you know putting up goose eggs, three points, ten points. They're putting up points. Uh, there's just a lot of work to do with this team. But if you're at management and ownership, if you're just going to give a guy – two-thirds of a season, and then you're going to can them. This isn't like the draft where you can go out and draft a quarterback every year because they're cheap. you got to pay these guys. His contract's guaranteed. You've got to pay him. Now they're paying two coaches. Seems to be a theme in the NFL, paying two coaches to not coach any football at all. But I don't know what they, – they must have – this is my interpretation of, of doing it now. Like, why now? They must have somebody in mind. There must be somebody in the college ranks or a coordinator. Uh, there must be it. somebody there. Don't say I, it. I'm not don't saying say him. It. I'm just saying, you know, Jimbo Fisher got shit canned. I, I, I don't know if he's an NFL guy, but this is the time of year when college coaches get looked at and Frank Reich is the first domino to fall uh, as NFL coaches. Go, well, I mean, McDaniels the first domino to fall. But... Uh, well, I, I don't know where Carolina's going. You get rid of Frank Reich, where are they going, Max? What's the answer?
2: I, I'm i not sure what the answer is, but I do agree that, A, there's dysfunction in that ownership and leadership group within Carolina. They had the opportunity to strike first and get whatever coach they wanted to replace Matt Rule. Whoever they wanted, they chose Frank Reich. They, this was their choice. They could have any anyone they wanted, this is the guy that they chose, right? Um, there was chatter, of course, of the the man from Ann Arbor of coming to Carolina, the last go around. He opted to stay in college. And, you know, he got really good at photography. So he's a man that 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 <laughs> took up a hobby and got really good at taking photographs and videos. Um, so now he's got a chance to possibly uh, lose a national championship. So you know, who knows? Who knows what's gonna go there. I will say this about um, the Frank Reich era and uh, Bryce Young. I'm gonna read you some stats, Panther. I I do this from time to time. I think of these these ideas on a show and I just pull up some stats and I'm gonna I'm gonna read these to you. 3739 yards. 26 touchdowns, 28 interceptions, a three and 13 record. Who was that?
0: Uh, That Carson Wentz.
2: No, no, no. Carson Wentz actually had a lot of success. Uh, This is a rookie. I'm sorry. Uh, Let me preface this. This was a rookie season, a rookie season, three and 13, 3,739 yards. Twenty-six touchdowns, twenty-eight interceptions.
0: Uh, I mean that that could have been Peyton Manning. I know Peyton Manning's first
2: year was not. Ding, 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 ding. So to judge a fucking head coach on a a one and ten record right now, whatever it is, yeah, one and ten. When you look back at one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And what he did in his rookie season, and what their team did in the rookie season, I think is incredibly shortsighted, incredibly unfair. Honestly, yeah, what were their fucking expectations? You know, you know what, you know what probably did it. I'm, I'm you know what probably did it is, you know who Frank Reich wanted to draft, right? Who he personally Jay, wanted to draft? C.J. Stroud. He went. He went to get C.J. Stroud. He like he won it, and so to see the Texans' complete fucking turnaround, I I really think that probably puts some fucking strain or some pressure on that fucking relationship there. Uh, Homer is chiming in. Homer is our resident Carolina Panthers fan. Also, I, I never mentioned this to you, Homer. My brother's a Carolina Panthers fan. I, I don't don't think I've mentioned that to you. My brother is a Carolina Panthers fan as well. Uh, Homer, our resident Carolina Panther fan, saying they're going to shit. Uh, more than they are now, they're going to be shit more than they are now. Uh, yeah. I right, how do, how do you get worse than one in ten? I guess <laughs> one in sixteen. <laughs> you know. keep, li- keep on trying.
0: Keep on trying. Maybe maybe that was part of the problem. Maybe they yeah. start to see uh-huh. some wins in the future, and they want to make sure they didn't get any. That's
2: <laughs> so, yeah, exactly right, to avoid a couple of wins here and there. Uh, what was that for the Texans last year? Right, remember. <laughs> last game of the season oh yeah. my god uh let's, big fuck you. <laughs> let's look at the let's look at the panthers remaining schedule uh at the buccaneers at the saints versus the falcons versus green bay at the jaguars versus the buccaneers hey one two three four five i uh, listen they could win five games so uh, I, other I, than I, the
0: jacksonville I, game those are all
2: winnable like, they're winnable. They could win five games. So maybe they're like, yeah, no. Get, get a Frank Reich and so, so he doesn't win any of these fucking games. It's like Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's a mess in Carolina. And we shall see what happens there. All right. Let's take a quick break. After that, we do have NBA NHL to bet on. Stay tuned. we are back possibly never even left you uh, uh homer J. simpson saying they are the browns of the nfc i that's that's a little absurd there homer i mean you know they they didn't bring in a uh, uh massage uh fan to uh you know take all of their draft picks away and and all of their money so uh listen I, I i again i think there's some upside in carolina I really think that there's some upset in Carolina. However, we've seen this before when an owner gets in the way of progress of a team, um, it, it never goes well. It, it never goes well. Right. Um, I, I think owners should absolutely have a say in how their businesses are run, but don't they have a say by hiring the presidents and the general managers and, having them be accountable and do their fucking jobs. So to me, like an, uh, the best owner keeps shit behind the scenes, keep like fucking hires the right people to make those calls. And, you know, if, if there's not, uh, results on the field, that person's ultimately accountable. And if that person wants to make a change at head coaching, then that person should, you know, if, if the general manager is the one in charge of, of, of operations there, and he's not seeing the results on the field, it shouldn't come to an owner to tell him that. He should be like, holy shit, we're not winning the games that I feel that we should be winning. Or he should be going to the owner and saying, hey, this is part of a plan, or possibly a process, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and, and the owner should just be like, okay, listen, if you're telling me that it's going to take us two years to be like really competitive and you have this plan, I'm going to give you the two years. You know, but I need to be seeing uh, some progress uh, from X, Y, and Z and, and so forth. And then, but it seems like this owner is just fucking, he's a meddler. He's a fucking meddler. He's, a, he's, he's not a, from from what I understand, he's not a fucking uh, a, a drunk drug addict. Like, uh, I, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to get sued. But, you know, um, some owners, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so allegedly, allegedly, uh, some billionaires who, uh you know some white billionaires that are out there, um, but yeah, I, I, Carolina. I, I feel bad for you, Homer. Uh, they, I think they they have a chance to be talented, but you know the ownership is is probably gonna fuck it all up. All right, Panther. Uh, what do we got? We got uh, NBA action today. Uh, a good slate of games. Well, I wasn't good slate of games. A a large slate of games. Yes, to bet, thank uh, you. Bet on. <laughs> I got, I got a pair. I got a pair of them that I like, and I'm probably going to cause some controversy in one of them.
0: I got three. You know, shockingly, I went two for two yesterday, and the one that was really the shocker is when I got the notification that Jokic wasn't going to play. Aaron Gordon wasn't going to play. They were already out without Jamal Murray, and they still smacked the piss out of the Clippers. I, I did not see that coming. The Clippers got real issues, man. I, I, you're just not going to get. Oh no, yeah, off they do. Bad teams.
2: Clipper, Clipper's got some issues and uh I, I bow down to your Philadelphia 76ers pick. I, yeah,
0: Lakers are garbage. <laughs> that was that
2: was a uh, the the worst loss in LeBron James's history last night. So I mean i I'm fine losing ten dollars on that to see LeBron James have the worst loss of his history. So say lovey. La
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about some other stars. Let's look at Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks traveling to South Beach. Take on Jimmy Butler and the Heat. The Heat have been nursing a lot of injuries. Hero's been banged up. Bam's been banged up. Butler's always banged up. And he's old, so they give him days off. Um, Duncan Robinson's been banged. I mean, the the whole team at some point. I think I looked for today, and there was like five guys listed as a game time decision. You really have no clue who's playing on a night-to-night basis. The Milwaukee Bucks have gotten healthy, and they've gotten good. They've won four of their last five, and the one loss was to the Boston Celtics in a game that they only lost by three points. They looked B hitting their stride. I think they go down to Miami and take care of the Heat. I like the Heat more so than I did at the beginning of the season, but not in this particular game. I'll lay the two and a half, and oh God, it'll be fuck the Bucks if I lose this game, Max. I promise you.
2: I, I predict it's gonna be fuck the Bucs. I'm I'm gonna lead Miami in this one getting the points at home. Uh I I think the Bucks can and should win this one. Miami's looking a lot better. They're playing better at home. You're right. The injuries de- de get you a little kind of iffy on this one, but if that was the case, shouldn't this line be worse? So to me, I you know, I would think that this line should be minus like. Five. If any of these guys are going to miss some, you know, miss the game, uh, but you're right. Listen, uh, Duncan Robinson, probable, uh, Ben, ben bam out probable Jimmy Butler, questionable Harrow uh, is out. So, uh, I'm going to lean the heat in this one. It sh- listen, this should be a great fucking game. Like this is, this got to be the game. That's like TNT game or, or something like that. Right. This is the one that's got to be on fucking TV. So, uh, m- must watch TV for the NBA. Uh, I'm going to lean Miami though.
0: All right, next game up. I fully expect you to be on this game. It's the battle in Texas. Houston going to Dallas. To take on the Mavericks. Luca, they started off real hot, kind of regressed. They're okay now. Um, they're always really good at home. But this Houston team, I, I feel like you're a little bit on the on the Rockets bandwagon here. They're kind of like the Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's some youth here. We like the direction they're going. They're playing really good basketball, and I think they can win this game. When I take a dog, it's not just so much about the points, but is it a winnable game? I think this is a winnable game for the Houston Rockets. I'll take the five and a half points. I expect it to be much closer than that. Ten bucks on the Houston Rockets.
2: And the, the one thing that gives me pause about this one is just Houston's absolute duck shit on the road this year. They haven't won a road game all season. Uh, if this was at home and and uh, correct me it, it is it's in Dallas right it's it's not in Houston um it's like a 3 hour trip <laughs> yeah it's not bad um if yeah if this was in Houston i'd be all over the goddamn rockets here i love the rockets Dallas yeah they're they're, they're faded right remember they started off the you know they're like oh man so q uh, kyrie being disgruntled soon it's going to happen at some point in time, they're gonna lose the stretch of games, and Ky- we'll finally hear from Kyrie this year. He's been just buried in fucking Dallas media, where no one fucking gives a shit, All right? So uh, send him to the Clippers. God, oh my God, amazing! That would be, so, <laughs> dude, that would be so amazing if Kyrie got shipped to the Clippers because then he'd still see LeBron in the hallways, and they'd like give <laughs> loving glances at each other, like longing, like I want to be with you, and it's just like, nah, you're still far away. You're fucking. Uh, locker room away um, I will lean Dallas in this one at home uh, if this again if this was in Houston I'd be all over the Rockets
0: no agreement whatsoever I got one more game let's talk about the Gold State Warriors going down the coast take on the Sacramento Kings Draymond's back he served his five game suspension I think Clay's healthy Steph's healthy and they're still not favored Sacramento's at home. Sabonis, Fox, they're both going to play. We talked about this yesterday we were talking about the Warriors. We really don't know what to make of where are they. Are they in the mediocre? Are they just down because of injuries and suspensions and whatnot? Or is it just age? I personally think it's age has caught up to them. And the youth movement of the Kings should run these old geezers into the ground. I like the Kings. Minus three and a half. Give me the Kings for ten bucks.
2: More than moral support here, Panther. Here is a lock in the DJ parlay for you. I absolutely love the Sacramento Kings today at home. Uh, now, now, listen, granted, Golden State Warriors this year have been better on the road than they are at home, but they're just not good. I, that's that's my statement there. They're just not good. It um, doesn't matter, home or away. They're just, for whatever reason, they're not good. Now, they could get it all together. Um I, you know, originally when you looked at the Chris Paul trade, you're like, Oh, that's interesting. I mean, their whole thing with Jordan Poole was this youth movement. I don't think Jordan Poole was the right guy, but they, that was the whole concept is like, Oh, we'll bring in some youth to balance out the uh, veteran age of this group. Um, and then they brought in a guy who's one of the oldest in the league. And so go golden States future. Um, Sacramento's got a bright future. We know that. And they're healthy and they're at home where they are four and one. So yeah, $10 bet on the Kings.
0: Those are my three plays. You should have one more.
2: I do. And it's controversial. It's an incredibly controversial game. I'm talking about the two top teams in the West right now. When it comes to the standings facing off the Oklahoma city thunder and the Minnesota Timberwolves. OKC getting four points, man, I, I respect Minnesota. I do. I've, I've, i turned a corner on Minnesota. I respect Minnesota, but I think these teams are a lot closer. I think these team like, I think this is a razor's edge type fucking game. I think this is a winnable game for OKC. Um, now, if Josh Giddy goes for 15 tonight, I don't know that's that's that a, that's a that's a prop bet we might want to look into
0: is that a 15 year
2: old or, or I'm, I'm, listen I'm just saying he, he might go for 15. we don't know probably not over 15 <laughs> but he might go for 15. that's the prop bet we're looking into I I'm gonna bet OKC the hell of a matchup tonight I I really think that they've got a chance to they six and one on the road this year. See, And Minnesota is a great home team. I get that. But I think OKC can get it done. But I'll take the points. $10 bet on the Thunder.
0: Yeah, this was a tough one. And it was my respect for the T-Wolves, which I didn't have when the season started. But I've been quickly converted that I'm not on Oklahoma City. They're playing really well. They finally did figure out how to use Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Anthony Edwards is playing like an MVP um, but then you look at OKC, Chad Holmgren, his first real year uh, after sitting out last year with the injury has been more than they could have possibly imagined. Shea, one of the top players, Josh Giddy does his. I mean, it's just this is an all-star game. This really is like an all-star game, Max. Great game to watch. I like Minnesota for the win, but that four points. I got to lean OKC here.
2: All right, let's head over to the ice now, Panther. Um, big slate of games over there as well. Um, we, 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 we hit on the, uh, the, the avalanche yesterday. That was our, our mutually agreed game yesterday. Uh, let's see if we get some agreement today.
0: Let's start with my homer team, the Vegas Golden Knights, going to Edmonton, to take on the Oilers. And this should be a really easy play. Actually, it is an easy play. Vegas sucks. Vegas is terrible right now. They they can't score. They can't hit the back of a net to save their life. They've lost four of their last five, and the one game they did win was an overtime win where they only managed two goals. Vegas is really struggling. I don't know if this is an injury thing or they just forgot how to play hockey or what's going on. Uh, it pains me to say, but I'm taking Edmonton here for 10 bucks.
2: I actually don't hate that play. And I'm actually going to agree with you. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are still in first place in the Pacific. They're still in first place. But it's not going to last much longer. This team started off red fucking hot. And you know who's uh, who's who's gaining ground on them. Winners of five in a row. Eight, one, and one in the last ten. Nine and oh on the road. The Los Angeles Kings are fucking bearing down Vegas. So... Um, and, and Vancouver still hasn't like decided to, you know jump off the fucking cliff and, and, and shit the bed. So Vegas better watch out. They gotta fucking get right. they, get, they gotta fucking get their heads out of their asses. Uh, Edmondson, on the other hand, uh, listen, they're playing better hockey. They've won up a couple in a row. I don't, I don't think the record is indicative of this Edmondson team. And do, goals. Yeah. You know, do, do I think that the Edmonton is a good team, a, play, a playoff team going into the season? Yeah. I, I thought that they were a cuss playoff team, a playoff team. So for them to have started off this badly, it was almost reminiscent of remember that Island. Remember when the Islanders didn't have a home for like, right. oh, they and, were they brutal. Just, and they had, they were just on the road all the time. And it's just like, that's not the Islanders that, you know, they just had a shitty start to the season and can never recover. It looks like Edmonton's starting to recover. Whether they they make that run and and make the playoffs is still to be seen, but they're playing better hockey now. They're scoring some goals. I don't like eating the chalk on Edmonton, but I will lean the Oilers with you.
0: All right, one more game up for me. Tampa Bay going to Arizona, take on the Coyotes. Tampa Bay... Uh, loss of the abs yesterday. It's a back-to-back. This is a team that's really struggling to get any footing. When you factor in their overtime losses, they've got a losing record. It's almost like the age of this team has really caught up to them overnight. Arizona, young team. They've got a little fire in them. They've been really good at home. And like I said, Tampa Bay, back-to-back. I, I just, I can't pass up the plus line on an Arizona team at home. Give me the Coyotes for 10 bucks.
2: I 100% agree. We'll lock this into the DJN parlay as well. I, I like Arizona here. Let's see what we can get on this game. That line has been dropping. Um, I think we can still get 115. It's opened at 128. So uh, if you're listening early to the show, I, you might want to jump on, a, on this one because I think that line's going to continue to plummet here. I think the Coyotes absolutely the play here. $10 bet on Arizona.
0: Those are my hockey plays. What else you got, Max?
2: I'm gonna take a flyer bet today, Panther. And would you Why? would you like to guess which team that I'm I'm going um, to to take so a flyer bet said, on?
0: The way you said flyers, I'm gonna think it's the Flyers.
2: <laughs> it's the Flyers <laughs> against Carolina. Uh Philadelphia at home plus one thirty six. This is not a shitty fucking Flyers team, honestly. Um and and Carolina, uh, they're vulnerable on the road. So to me, I, and home, listen, Homer, Flyers value against Hurricanes. He he read my fucking mind here. I I think that this is the value play of the day here. $10 bet on the Flyers.
0: Don't hate that play at all. I, I still have it in the back of my mind. It won't go away. The load of bullshit we were given preseason where it was the Carolina Hurricanes and everybody else. And I'm waiting for this so-called champion Hurricanes seem to show up. What are they, 10-6? and They're struggling on the road, and a team like the Flyers very well could beat them. Uh, Like I had said before, it's not just getting a value plus line, but is it a winnable game? This is a winnable game for the Flyers. Tons of moral support, Max, on Philadelphia.
2: All right, so we do have our agreements on the Coyotes plus 115, um, in the NBA, we did agree on Sacramento. Is there any college football? Do you have any college football today? Nope, no college football until Friday. Football today. Okay. Um, then let's see. Uh, uh Edmondson, you want to throw Edmondson in there?
0: Throw Edmondson in there.
2: Let's throw Edmondson in there. Sorry, sorry, Golden Knights. So we've got a three-way parlay. We still got to win one in November. The Arizona. Coyotes plus 115. The Sacramento Kings over an NBA minus two and a half against Golden State. And then the Edmonton Oilers minus 130 against the Vegas Golden Knights. That Barley pays 627 on this Tuesday. Panther, take us home.
0: All right. Well, you guys know the deal. We hang out on Facebook. We're on X, Twitter, but mostly exclusively, it's right here in the asylum. Join our Discord channel. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're betting on today, and when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money,
2: fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.
3: Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret